Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. Uh, I'm Pete Allison and this is Dave Cray. Yo, yo, ahoy. How are we? I'm not bad. How are you? Very, very well, thank you. Uh, eager to get going with this because I've already stopped our guests from talking about Friends twice in the sort of preamble yeah, before we started recording. and it's Which is always a good sign because it means they're like really raring to go and have a lot to say. So uh, shall we meet today's friend on Friends with Friends? Yes, let's do this. It is the marvellous actor, writer, Yasmin Akram, and all-round wonderful human. Hello, Yasmin Akram. Hello. How are you? I'm very excited to be here. Y- you really are, aren't you? People <laughs> do say that quite often, and you wonder whether they're lying or not. But you <laughs> talked about Friends before we even got into the studio. Oh, I was ready to go, And then Dave. once we're in here, we've been talking about it. So, hang on, let's recap a couple of things that you, you sort of let slip. You had a binder with the <laughs> picture of the Friends cast on, is that right? Yes, and it wasn't even like a store-bought binder. I made it myself. Self. So I, it was, I'd I, like cut a picture of them out of like a magazine or something. And then I stuck it with sellotape going across, like like every strand of sellotape went across a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I stuck it really well down. And um, it took me, I think, about 20 minutes to do that. And then had them on my, my home ec binder. Do you remember what they were doing in the photo? It was, um, I think it's a very known photo of Rachel's got her head on, I think Ross's Ross's shoulder and they're all like together and they're all wearing black yeah. and I think they might be in Central Park but yeah. it's it's one of the old schooly like Rachel has the Rachel haircut are they all in like sort of smart clothes yes yes I do know that one from, yeah yeah in my brain and then there's one of them all walking together I didn't have that on the binder but I'm just aware of that as I well. think I had a poster maybe or something like a binder of them recreating that you know that the, you know the builders sitting o- over New York yes. on the beam yeah. they yes. recreated that at some point I, don't, I mean I don't think they actually recreated it it's probably some sort of green screen magic but I definitely remember that being around for quite a long time. The magic of cinema. <laughs> Real technological wonders. Uh, so you were always a Friends fan. Is yes. That, that's the, yeah and, from and day one. Another thing you said before we started recording which was uh, just one of those things where you go oh yeah because you said I used to wait every Monday night mm-hmm. because Ireland. Yes. So we always watched it on well we've Thursdays or Friday nights over here depending on what sort of era it was. That's but, right. I think there was a time where we got both episodes so, so Ireland would get it on Monday and then you guys would get it on Thursday so we could watch it So were you ahead of us? Uh, Yes, we were. Yeah. Sorry, we just needed it. (laughs) You've got got it all going now. You had friends before us. Now you get to stay in the EU. This is an absolute shambles. Guys, we keep winning in Ireland and we know it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that is so... Do you know what? Had I known, this is the thing, like I reckon maybe had this been today, Mm -hmm. because I didn't know anyone outside of like my small village growing up. But now if you had like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and stuff, you know, you'd be making Irish friends. You'd be like, lads, come on. Oh, tell us what happened. Happened. Pop us over a link, We'd tell us just, what happened, all oh, that sort of stuff. We would be like, they were on a break. Yeah, yeah we'd be like, what? For what? <laughs> Who? Who's on a break? I That's all know. I'm saying. This is us being friends as kids now. Yeah. I love this. So now, <laughs> I get to see it in four days. Um, So how did you go about choosing your episode for for today's podcast? Well, um, because I think if I'm honest, over time, Rachel is probably my favourite of all the friends. And there's just a particular joke in this episode that gets me every bloody time it i just piss myself every okay. time she does it that's so good. that's why i picked it so you've picked it for literally one line for one line 
I want to try and guess what the line is when we get to it. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to guess which one it I is. Think, I think there's one line that Rachel says in this that really sticks with me, and I, I sort of reference it quite a lot uh, when they're at the charity ball. Yes. And she's talking to Mr. Beaumont. Yes. Is it, that, is it in there? <laughs> yes. I'm, I, think I'm get, I think I'm getting there. Anyway, let's 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 reveal. What is, what is your episode, please? It is the one with the proposal. The one with the proposal, the finale of season six. We've done quite a lot of season six recently, haven't we, Pete? Yeah, I noticed this when I was on Netflix and noticed that all the, well, not all of them, but many of the series six ones were all sort of ticked off on my Netflix. Yeah. Oh, you see, season six was good. I think that's when it started to get goofier. Right. And I th- that's when I started because I liked it like season one, two, like I was I was in, I was I was part of it. Yeah. But it was more kind of like they were cute and they were 20 somethings as they got older and it just got goofier. That's when I was re- I was into all the silly shit. OK, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, that's good. Because I my favourites, if you ask me what my favourites are, my, mine the first half, the first like seasons one to five. But really? Pete, Pete, you're more of a six to tenner, aren't you? Yeah, I'd say so. Do you Lots know what, guys? Half. There's something for everyone in Friends. Exactly. That's the exactly. absolute dream of it. Uh, now, we always start this podcast by uh, reading out these sort of synopsis, just so people that haven't watched it recently uh, yeah. can catch up and just be like, oh, yeah, I remember that, those things happening. Yes. problem with this episode, Yaz, is yeah. that this is a two-parter and we're yeah. really focusing on the, the first part. Yes. I mean, we can reference part two. Listen, we'll skim over it if okay. needs be. We'll have a look. But the thing is, I don't want to waste that for so- someone else might want to choose that in the future. <laughs> you know, I we- want the proposal part two. <laughs> part two. We've already done London part one, which uh, <laughs> I think our guests, who are the Mac twins, they chose it and then I think they probably got to the end of it and went, oh. Hit the wrong half. That's yeah. basically a the setup to a big punchline. Like they watched a twenty-two minute. Like we're off to London to do loads of fun stuff, and we all got to the end and went. Um, most of the fun stuff is in the second half. Yeah, we should have said that. the proposal to episode two. Sorry, I did a little p- p- proposal. Yeah, lovely. Not so much fun though. Right. So this is the interesting thing. So usually with these friends two parts, the first half is a bit all set up, and then we get to the real meat in the second mm-hmm. half. You know mm-hmm. that all the. Uh, Ross in London getting married to Emily and then Ross and Rachel getting married in Vegas, all of that sort of stuff. Yes. But you're right, this first half is loads better because it's just more fun. Yes, also have a lot of problems with the second part. I mean, uh. we can talk about it, I I don't mind, but I, I there's um there's realms of, of, of reality and I know it's friends, but yeah. I'm just going, I don't buy any of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's how you Let, let's, let's do most of this on part one and okay. then you can have like a Jerry's final thought moment just to awesome. take us through your sort of short thoughts on part two. Do you know what I mean? Just, sure. just so you can have a little yeah, event. outlet, a little yeah. vent, exactly. So here's what I was saying is because we're doing mainly part one, we always read these synopses off Wikipedia. So I now have to just start reading it through and decide when to stop. Sure. <laughs> because when this episode ends. <laughs> so here's what it is. It's series six, episode 24 is part one. Chandler takes Monica out to dinner when he plans to propose. However, as Chandler starts to broach the subject, Richard suddenly turns up at the same restaurant and the moment is lost. Returning to the apartment, Chandler starts to worry that Monica may be getting suspicious and desperate to surprise her, starts to pretend he isn't interested in settling down. Meanwhile, Ross finds himself rethinking his relationship with Elizabeth because of her immaturity and finds himself in the middle of a water balloon fight. Then his fears are confirmed and he breaks up with her. And Joey accidentally buys a boat. Great. This is great. At a silent auction, falls in love with the idea of being a sailor and decides to keep the boat. So that's actually the end of uh, part one. Then we're into sort of Richard coming to find Monica and be like, oh, I'm in love with you again. Blah, 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 blah. Which all happens very quickly. But, you know, again. Too quickly, Dave. Too quickly. Too quickly, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, poor old Richard's girlfriend. That's the first. <laughs> no, that's the first thing. So she was just the first casualty. Oh, I know she was, wasn't she? <laughs> Chuck her out. Where would you like to start? You have three options. We can start with Ross and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. We can start with Chandler and Monica slash Richard, and we or we could start with the boat. Oh, I think let's get let's get Ross and Elizabeth out of the, out way. Of the way. Yeah, let's yeah. headline with the boat, shall we? Because that's 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 where we're all. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're all that's going. That's where all the love is. Yeah, right. Ross and Elizabeth. This is a weird era of Friends, isn't yes. it? You you always forget about these sort of characters. Like Elizabeth going back and you go, do you know what? They were a weirdly big part of Friends for yes. half a season or something. She's in quite a few episodes, isn't she? She, like is. she There's quite a few stories involving her. Well, also, and Bruce Willis is her dad. Right. And I, you've so... got to wonder how much of that storyline was just because they were like, we've got Willis, guys. Yeah. How and we do just we keep going with this. Yeah. We just get Willis in. I, I, and also, I thought it was quite an abrupt end for them. Yeah. I mean, poor old Elizabeth. Yeah. I mean, they weren't suited, were they? No, going no. Forward and there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of problems with mid thirties Ross. Yeah, and nineteen year old student Elizabeth. Yeah. I mean, it's like every 
We yeah. hit every problem there, don't we? The age gap is actually referenced in this episode as well, isn't it? Because someone makes a comment about her being 12 years younger. So I, yeah. I, I wasn't aware that I actually knew what that age gap was until this. Oh, well, and also I thought that was a little bit similar to, do you remember, I think in one of the first, see, when the first series, definitely Monica was dating a guy who was, yes. and, yeah. so I thought, yeah. and there was, so there was a few, I felt recycled jokes about, yeah. you know. You do, we stumble across those now that we're looking in there. Uh, real depth into friends you go oh there was there was um because the we last week's episode was the one with ross's teeth where he yes. you know he whitens his teeth and they're too white and disaster yeah and pete pointed out very astutely that it's like the exact same storyline as the one with ross's tan yes where he goes yeah. to get a tan and it all goes wrong and, and goes you know wrong, yeah. ross looks stupid because of the thing he's done to his face that's that's true <laughs> yeah and i had never put two together with that but that's just the same storyline just exactly with a different the beauty same. problem isn't it yeah <laughs> Also, it makes Ross look really vain. <laughs> yeah, like vain, but really stupid. Yes. Like, can't do a basic function. But that's the thing. You just go, I would have never seen that as part of Ross's personality no. in that first series. And then you just go, there's so many things evolve and happen over time. And Ross is supposed to be the clever one as well. Exactly, like, I've yeah. never known anyone either whiten their teeth too much or... <laughs> get a tan so they look that colour. But I he's know. managed to do both. I know, no, over and over again, he stood in front of the same bloody nozzle, didn't he? <laughs> no matter which way he turned, Counting it just happened. Mississippi-lessly. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a kind of a bit of a non-event, this, isn't it? So weirdly, I feel like, in, in my memory, Ross and Elizabeth, they weren't like completely suited, but they got on well and she seemed a lot more mature. And it felt like in this episode, they suddenly went, Yeah, Let's, we've just got to make her into a... A child, like I think they child. were like, we've just got to get rid of her right. very, very quickly. Yeah, it's the end of the season, guys. Yeah, so she's got to go. Because it was like he walks into the coffee shop and he said, and someone, and I think it's Phoebe's like, there's a 12-year age gap. Yeah. And then he goes, yeah. Yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah. Like, he, like he it's knows. only just occurred to him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, well, isn't it funny that suddenly when Bruce Willis is now gone, yeah. <laughs> we've realised this age gap. Right, exactly. Happened. There's also a bit where they're, they're counting through the uh, her negatives and, and positives, which is the thing Friends seems to like to do a lot about oh, yeah, the list. women. Um, but <laughs> yeah. they list as one of the negatives that Ross would get fired if if they <laughs> if his employers knew about it. I feel like that should have that sh- he should have been more conscious of that all along. You would think, yeah, yeah, that would have been on his mind. He forgot an awful lot for Elizabeth. He gave up an awful, and then and then she was gone after a water balloon fight. He he put a lot on the line, yeah. Which sort of your brain goes, well, that means he probably really liked her. Like he was yes. taking a lot of risks. You know, I mean, like his job, his being ridiculed for his threat. Just like his general reputation was taking a bit of a battering. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. he obviously was like, oh, I really like this girl. And then suddenly, like you say, they're just like. You've noticed, though, that she's really young, haven't you? And that he's like, oh, no. Oh, good now that I think about it. Had not occurred to me. <laughs> and then goes around and, and it is based on a water balloon fight yeah. that he thinks. And she, because she doesn't want to go to see a play. I never want to go and see a bloody no, play. No, I could sympathise a lot with Elizabeth in that scene. <laughs> and I am 33 years old now. I was like, do I want to go see a play or have a water balloon fight with cocktails? Um, uh, I think we all know the answer yeah. to that. And I don't want, I don't know, I don't want to know when that will change. Yeah, what no, age will I hit where I'll choose the play? Change. It doesn't it ever has to change. Time is inevitable, yes. It might it might happen. That's true, but I'm all I'm I like to think I'd always, always pick a water balloon fight. fight. Yeah. Even if I was ninety three. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hold ourselves to that, guys. We'll have a friends with friends water balloon fight in about forty years. Yeah. And all our other halves, be they may, can go off and watch a play. Exactly. That's what they want to do. They're the Rosses. Um and but that's kind of it, isn't it? It's gone. He's got it was it's then, so quick. Yeah, and then there's a, a. I think he has a moment of thinking he did the wrong thing by breaking up with her because she seemed very mature. Yeah. And then she throws a water, water balloon, balloon at him. him. Yeah. And he's and he's like, nah, done. Yeah, that's we it. We get those. Really, I really enjoy those because they're kind of weird. The friends moments because him, it's his inner monologue, isn't it? It's yes. The, the voiceover, yes. which is it pops up occasionally, but it's, but yeah, it's quite out of place, isn't it? Really it really does. Oh, you always go, oh, oh, yeah. this is, why do we need this device? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it just all becomes clear. It all just happens. And I've got, like, I have to say, Ross is, is probably up there with Rachel as much. Like, they, they switch sometimes as being my favourite. Well, when so, they got together, you must have been ecstatic. This is the thing, don't enjoy them together. Ooh. Don't enjoy them together. Spoil each other. They, yeah. yeah. And also I think when, again, when they were together, it was earlier series and I didn't like, I mean, I liked them, but when they separated and just kind of got goofier and sillier in their own right, yeah. that's when I fell in love with them both. Yeah. But um, yeah, so he's kind of squandered a little bit in this episode for me because I do love, 
I do love a Ross being like like doing goofy things, like getting his tan wrong or overly bleaching his teeth. There's a couple of uh, something I noticed watching this back is that's Ross's sort of arc in this episode, which is very minimal. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the charity gala or whatever it is in more detail in a bit. But what I noticed is Phoebe's entire storyline for this episode yeah. is getting drunk. Yes, and that's, being really, <laughs> really rude. That's all she has. It's like they've given her even less than Ross has. They're like Rachel and Joey are really going to hold it down at this gala with yeah. the boat thing yes uh lisa kudrow why don't you just you're just gonna get pissed yes and yeah. be a bit of a dick that's yeah. the end is and that try right? and get a free holiday to france yeah yes. it's really interesting that's, that's their entire arc that's the power of phoebe though just yeah. that you can just put her in any situation and she's basically gonna steal an awful lot of the scenes that she's in yeah and it just it has to be something small like that yeah because I, I i again really remember phoebe in this episode and i remember her being drunk and mm. i remember her trying to go to france and you can't and i can't really say that about many actresses in in a show if they had that little to do right that you'd remember them in that way yeah. or, and ex- and specifically what they were doing no so. that's so true isn't it and she's got that great line about uh how is dr- rachel says how is you dr- getting drunk helping the kids and she says the more i drink the less there is for the kids to drink which <laughs> yeah. is a great line <laughs> really lovely line. And, yeah, delivered so well. So we're gonna we're closing the book on Ross and Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, that's done. We've we yeah we've that's listen fine. we've acknowledged it happened. We're moving on. Fine. Chandler and Monica and Richard. Chandler and Monica and Richard. Right. So this is the proposal. We're building up to the proposal. Yeah. We we start in the apartment, don't we? There's the hoo-ha with the ring and Phoebe puts the ring in her mouth yes, when Monica yeah. walks in. Yeah. My main take on this bit is how... Because I know that it ends the episode with Chandler worried that Monica's noticed, but she really hasn't noticed. No, no. She hasn't clocked a single thing. Not at all. How? <laughs> I mean, it's exactly. so obvious. There is no <laughs> subtlety to his planning There's, at no, all, is she, At one point he is practicing saying will you marry me out loud while she's in the next room <laughs> it's so true isn't it come on chandler come on you're better than that so yeah so she walks in on them when there's a ring phoebe's holding a ring yes doesn't notice it they all look weird phoebe even goes with the ring in her mouth yeah and she's like oh that seems normal normal phoebe then she walks back in chandler's in it yeah then yeah like you say she walks in while chandler's practicing saying will you marry me then when she comes out to go for dinner they're all standing around all of looking her friends absolutely, are there. like they're all yeah. welling up. She's yeah. like, oh yeah, this this seems fine. Yes, yeah. There's also a bit in Central Perk where Rachel invites them to that charity do and, and Chandler's like, don't forget, we're going for dinner. Yes. And like, yeah. doesn't clock. No. And then he starts patting his jacket down, won't give her the jacket in the red. I mean, there's, there's like, we're into the double signs. figures, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, of like, really on. obvious ones. The thing is, she must know, like any person in that situation would realise that uh, something is probably brewing there, which makes it so odd then that when Chandler pretends all of a sudden that he doesn't want to get married, is against the idea of getting married. Surely if you're Monica in that situation, like, how would you feel if you were convinced that an engagement was about to happen, it yeah. was imminent, mm. and then suddenly he's being really weird? Like, wouldn't you just go with it and think that you were still going to end up being proposed to? Yeah, that he. I mean... He shouldn't be an amazing actor. <laughs> it should be like, yes. oh, he's, yeah, okay, I he's, see, see. He's pretending he doesn't want to get married, but yeah. I know. After everything that went on the other night. Well, right, yeah. He's nearly yeah. he's nearly absolutely fucked this. And yes. he's, he's really trying. Look yeah. Bless his little socks. But none of the others have got her back, have they? Like, Rachel, like I'd be like, Rachel, or someone should be like, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, Monica. He's playing, we all know what's going on exa- here. Listen, in the history of the world, no actual friends would ever keep that a secret from another person. Right. Because if I was crying and saying to my best friend, I thought he was going to propose to me and now he's saying he never wants to get married. She would, of course, say, he's, he's, look, he's doing a stupid joke. He's going to ask you next week. Just go with it. Yeah. Just look surprised. But that that's the thing. I mean, that irks me. And then as soon as Richard arrives, I'm double irked. Aye. Because I'm just going... Why? What are we doing? What are we saying? Richard has been gone for so, so long yeah. that why? Is I this looked there? this up. He'd been gone for three series. Yes. Yeah. And so, and and then when she saw him and and, and kind of goes, oh, there's Richard. Oh, 
you know, maybe he won't see us. Richard! Yeah. Then that, I, if I was Chandler, I'd be a bit like, why is what she screaming? What are you doing? Yeah. All of it. And then the, then the waiter, the, the, the table right next to the I mean, how close free. is that table? How close is that table? That is implausibly close table. Also, if you walk in and you're about to propose to your girlfriend and you see there's a table that close to you, yeah. you're going to say to the waiter, can you move us somewhere else? Because I'm actually going to propose tonight. Yeah. You're going to do so. You're not going to sit front and centre right beside another table. Oh. Come on. I, that's, I, do you know what? I've got problems with the proposal plan in the first place yes really dull isn't it yeah taking you to a fancy restaurant and then yeah. just proposing over dinner that is especially like... given she spends her life working in restaurants <laughs> yes exactly yeah. <laughs> taking, taking her to work and yes. out you go and just but that's like that's the first thing that's like proper old school like no one ever proposes like that anymore surely no. just over dinner Oh, I mean, just get a picnic blanket, just do Chandler. Something, yeah. Do something like that. I mean, he, his heart is in the right place. He's and just throwing money at it, isn't it? He's just Expensive really... champagne, fancy dinner. That's all he's got. <laughs> he's got no imagination, Chandler. <laughs> Considering he becomes this advertising guru. I know. With well, all the imagination. The thing about Chandler is this this kind of element of Chandler, this, like Chandler season six, I'm not such a massive fan of. He was, like back in the day in the earlier episodes and yeah. series, he was my, my favourite by... A country, country mile. mile. But th- this, and I, the proposal really pisses me off because of the Chandler element of it. Richard coming back after a million years and suddenly thinking and saying, I, saying to Monica, like, I've, I've loved you. I've always loved you. You're like, okay, Richard has been set up as a man's man, as the, you know, the most alpha dude you could ever meet in your yeah. life. If he has been in love with Monica for three years, he is going to tell her before now. Right. No yeah. question about it. What's he been faffing around for three years doing? Just dating other people? Well, he says at one point he's gone, he went to Africa to help kids. Yeah, blind kids. Yeah, that's... Oh. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you are like, Richard becomes a, I used to really like Richard. He was yeah. a great character in sort of season two, season three, yes. that era. No, he's just a dick. He's just showing up, lying about loving her. He's just trying to get back into her pants, let's yeah. be honest. Come on, Richard. There's that, ch- there's that moment in the, I know we're discussing part one, but there is that moment in part two from Memory, isn't there, where Chandler says something like, you had your chance and you blew it. And you kind of feel like, well, that's kind of fair enough. Like Richard had plenty of opportunities to be with Monica forever if he wanted to, and they yeah. knocked it on the head. So uh, you do kind of sign with Chandler a bit in that, Come on, you've had your moment. Yeah. Let me have a go. I just also feel like from Monica's perspective, this is a really bad look for her. Yes. That she's like ready to marry this dude. Yeah. That she's been friends with for all her life. Yeah. And then suddenly Richard pops up and she's literally then, there's, there's no there's no real explanation as to why it suddenly becomes a choice for her. No, it's like, exactly. oh, Chandler V. Richard. Exactly. What? What? It's, what are you talking about? That's, that's your thing. boyfriend of years yeah. that you've known and you've decided you want to marry. And that's your ex who's just popped up. It doesn't make Monica look brilliant. No, why are you then now on an even keel, you, you know? I know. It's uh, Also, there's a, there, there's the kind of, oh no, it's completely, do you know what? I was thinking of so many things at the same time that my brain actually stuffed up. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much to say. I was angry at everybody in that situation. Monica, Chandler, especially Richard. Yeah. It's just, it, yeah, it's not, I don't know. I think if they wanted to, and I know they can't because Friends episodes for the most part are standalone, but if they'd introduced Richard even earlier on in the season as somebody just coming back into our life, I think it would have, I would have bought it more. It made more sense, right. But him just showing up out of the blue like that, it undermines everything that we know about him. Mm. And as you say, it undermines Monica as well because like she loves Chandler. She wants right. to be with him just because the guy that, you, you know, I know plenty of guys I was madly in love with two or three years ago. If they showed back up now, I'd be like, first of all, it took you three years to make up your mind. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. No, I'm done, thanks. Yeah. I've moved on. Also, had he not bumped into her in a restaurant, does that mean he would never have realised that he loved her? Right. I think you're right. Yeah, he wouldn't have. He, that, and that's horrible. That makes him look like a prick. It's like yeah. he saw her and went, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I think I'm. I'm her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm madly in love with her. Yeah. As we've just established, there was a woman on a date with him, and she's been tossed out. Poor old Richard's girlfriend. Also, the, the final. I know we've 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 really hammered home how terrible this is for everyone, <laughs> really. But if you were Chandler, and I just I'd be rethinking that relationship. Me too. <laughs> Going like, oh, I thought we were really solid. Yeah. Like, I thought we were. Yeah. Together forever. Yes. And Richard pops up after three years and you suddenly nearly leave me. Like, 
I think I would think I was being settled for. Yeah, I'd be like, this isn't this isn't not what I'm after. No, I want someone who loves me, and it doesn't matter who shows up. Yeah, they're not going to run off with right. them. Right, just because he's tall and has a mustache. Oh, great mustache. <laughs> I mean, he like there's nothing wrong with him physically. He's just an Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, fan- I fancy Richard a bit. Well, this is oh, this is going to sound. I'm, I'm going to veer off and come back. Okay. So, um. I have a really weird thing about Richard because I had a, I didn't really know my dad very much, but my dad looks exactly like, like did look exactly like Richard. Really? So like every time I would watch Magnum PI, there would be some kind. So I have a strange kind of thing where I just want Richard to like watch me ride a bike and and like hold me when I'm sick. Oh my no. But it's, I just want him to be my dad. Okay. But I also can can tell, I can see. You can see, see that he's aesthetically pleasing. Yes. But, but, he, is, but he, when I see him, I think that's, there's like my dad. It's your dad. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's yeah. not. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, this is, I feel like we could do a whole podcast <laughs> on this. Just on breaking that down. Three men and a baby. <laughs> Fuck off. I was, I was in this. That was like three sessions of therapy right there. Just. In itself. Oh my day! So was there a was there a sort of more visceral reaction for you when Richard walked into that restaurant after three years? Yes, I was. I was like, I was like, he's back, but he'll leave. I know what he's like. You can't trust him. <laughs> so yeah, that's why maybe a lot of my Richard anger, it, sure. you know. It should be channeled in a different direction. (laughs) Yeah, I'm starting to see a bit more of it now, definitely. (laughs) But I do, I have problems. I have problems with him anyway, as with the character. Yes. (laughs) My own personal life aside. What would happen if you got a comedian in a room, you open their Amazon account, and you look back at everything they've ever bought on that website? Well, this because I was consuming so much peanut butter, I decided to try and get a powdered oh, version that wow. wasn't as fattening. Uh, your handwriting can change your life. I regret this book. <laughs> I regret this book. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love yes. that. I do have that on my fridge. Four pounds you spent on that. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster, available now from Great Big Al. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, the boat, the charity gala, the trip to Paris, all of this, Phoebe getting drunk, great. Just, a, yeah, great bit of friends. This. Just, yeah, awesome bit of friends, awesome bit of sitcoming. From the start when we get this sort of, oh, what's a silent auction? And mm-hmm. suddenly we're in, and suddenly yeah. it's all about to go to shit. Exactly. And then, you know, you've got to love the fact that Rachel brings the two biggest dopes in the gang. <laughs> yeah. In her attempts to make the best impression to her boss as well. That's the whole reason she's going and she takes Phoebe (laughs) and Joey. 
Look, it's so true, isn't it? It's just of every every single option she has. I mean, bring Gunther. Even. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Don't bloody bring Joey. <laughs> bring someone keen to impress. <laughs> yeah. Someone that'll make you look good. Not oh, poor. I mean, I mean, ultimately, weirdly, Joey does end up making her look good because he buys, buys a twenty thousand dollar boat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but there's a lot of roller coaster along the way, isn't there? <laughs> there really is. And there's like also the the thing of like as we've just said, Phoebe getting drunk at your work too as mm. well because Phoebe's an aggressive drunk. Yes. So. Who, what's she going to do in that night? There's a buffet there. Joey's going to go nuts. Yeah, like it, all of it is bad. But as yeah, you're right. It's all Joey, tempting bits, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Buffet Joey comes Joey. good in the end. Yeah. Though, so he does come good in the end. Also, I'll say, um, and it's a bit of a sidebar, but I think it should be noted that uh, Jennifer Aniston's hair in this episode looks fantastic. Okay, more and more so than normal. Like yes, a, despite Phoebe's comment about it, as well. Phoebe does comment about it. She says, "What's going on with your hair?" And I think that that should be take. It should have been taken out of the script. Right? Maybe it's they're they're just lampooning the fact that this woman is known for having the best hair in the world. Yeah. But there was. Yeah. I just went. I, I don't buy that, and I and I refuse to laugh. <laughs> so we all had a sombre moment, did we, about the hair? Yeah, what? I was like enjoying it, and then I went, oh no. Weirdly, I didn't, this probably says a lot about me, didn't look at Jennifer Aniston's hair in that moment. David, so. you should always be looking at Jennifer Aniston's hair. <laughs> it is perfectly no. in place. Like, there is no sort of misplaced kink. It's not sort of hanging weirdly over a fringe or anything. Like, there is nothing for Phoebe to make that comment No, on. it's like it spun gold. standard textbook Rachel hair. Can I, yeah. can I say, and maybe the hair was the wrong target, but in defence of that line by mm-hmm. Phoebe, mm-hmm. that for me was, because I, I watched it back last night, having not seen it for ages, and the moment where Phoebe goes, so what's going on here? And Rachel goes, well, this is a silent auction. I was like, oh, that's a bit of really clunky exposition. Like yeah. Phoebe going, hey, Jennifer, tell us the story of what's about to happen. Yes. And then when Phoebe then comes back and goes... No, but I just meant what's going on with your hair. Um, that sort of pulled it back for me. As sort I of like, what, yes. we're not just setting up the story here in a really clunky way a bit. Where there's a joke here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She does, she's sort of yeah. like, yeah. And that's that's why I enjoyed that maybe more so. But I should look to the hair. And maybe the hair was the wrong thing. Maybe, do you know, I'm getting overly touchy, as I tend no, to do, no. about the hair. And that's, it's, it, you, like you've explained it perfectly. They had to do the exposition. Hair. Yeah. They had to have a joke at the end of it. Then what? And if, the, if she'd said something like, "What's going on with your face?" That's just that's too mean. For you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Maybe she could have said dress. Maybe they could have dressed her in something weird. Yes. You yeah. know, there's there's different things they could have done. Maybe maybe the hair was the wrong target. Um. So Joey ends up this concept. I remember watching this, thinking at the time, being as a kid, thinking this is a brilliant concept that someone misunderstands a silent auction yes. and thinks they're guessing. I'm yeah. sure it had been done before. I'm sure it's been done since. But yeah. I do remember watching this at the time going, that is absolute solid gold. I'm right with you. And solid Joey as well. That's yes. like peak Joey yes. misunderstanding that completely yeah. and just making a guess. Yeah, exactly. And it's done so well. Just that, I guessed right. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliantly yeah. delivered. It's just, yeah, it's perfect. It's, it's wonderful, isn't it? Um, and, and the boat, the boat thing's weird, isn't it? Just in general. <laughs> so Joey acquires a boat. He doesn't have $20,000, of course. No, who, no. who of us has $20,000 just to I think mac and cheese the- is well in the future. Future. There's lots of you know he's not. He, I don't think he's working in this. No, is he days of our li- lives in this? I, it's very hard we, on this podcast. We jump in of, <laughs> in the middle of yes. seasons and, yeah. and dot around. So the chronology is tricky. Wait, I can but probably I like, do a quick. What I've always enjoyed about Joey's career is that oh, he's it just got ref- mac and cheese. He's just got mac about and three, cheese. Three episodes before. Like okay, that. so he's probably making American money. So yeah, he's probably doing quite well. Yeah, I mean, he's, he doesn't make reference to the fact that he doesn't have twenty thousand dollars. No, but he probably would he says do. about making payments for it doesn't it yes he's, that's like right. he's renting it i mean it's even bizarre that they've just gone let's give joey a boat yeah this, well this that's series. what i'm fascinated by yeah the main bit of interest for me with the boat is when the boat arrives <laughs> so yeah. i got two problems with this one why is the boat arriving at the coffee house <laughs> like yes. that's, that's this had never when... occurred to me before i watched it for this podcast episode yeah. i was suddenly watching it and thinking why is it arriving outside Central Park? Central Park. Yeah, so it's Central, Park. Central Park where he doesn't live. Yeah, yeah. And okay, that's we can almost like they live above it, so maybe that's where it would pull up. But B, you don't deliver a boat to land. No, famously, no. Just, you would be like, right, we're going to deliver your boat to yeah. some sort of marina, and then and then the next day you, you take it yourself. Yeah. You, you just get yourself to some water. What are they so... doing with the boat? They just they're just unloading it onto the sort of onto the pavement and going right. We've done our It's your bit. problem now. <laughs> yeah. Deal with it. You get this boat to the river. Just do it, Joey. Pick it up. Put it on your back. Absolutely mad. They could do... Oh, they could have like picked it up and done pivot. 
Yeah, they could have pivoted the boat. Yeah. With, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things they could have done, but just we don't, we never see how the boat then gets to water. No. I feel like that's a whole episode in itself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This, there's, there's some balls that have been dropped here. Yeah. The boat, Richard. Rachel's hair. Rachel's hair. You know, but I, it's still, it's still just for this one joke that I'm sure we're going to get to very soon. <laughs> yeah. It's my favourite. We're really building up to it. Now, I still don't know exactly what this joke is. Pete, mm-hmm. have you, do you know what it is yet? Have you guessed? Don't say what it is, but if you've, you um, know. Well, if it's from the conversation with Mr. Bowman, with yeah. Mr. Beaumont, uh, which I think you said it is, there are two standout bits in the Mr. Beaumont conversation for me. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw, I'm going to make my guess. Okay. Okay. And then Pete, you can make your guess if it's if it's different or the same. But I don't. This is the, the 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 line for me that I love and really comes back is when she's describing the scene to Mister Beaumont, mm-hmm. and she's talking about just picture this: the boat going down the river. You got all this things, the wind in your arms, and it's that's the line for me where she goes to say hair and then says arms. Is that the one? That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> it is I, so brilliant. I also love uh, the Pam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was the other bit I was going to mention. Yeah, the idea of just, the boat, Pam. Because this is the thing about Jennifer Anderson, which doesn't get talked about enough, is that she is incredibly funny and she's incredibly brilliant at delivering lines. Yeah. So just in that moment of her looking at his bald head and then yeah. moving down to his arms, just her delivery of that it's is so good, isn't perfect. it? Perfect. I know, and I just realised how good it was because yeah. I couldn't recreate it at all. I couldn't even. I, I I was like in my head, I was like, oh fuck this. We just said the word arms, which what, isn't funny. Like it's she does this thing where she goes and stops for a tiny split second and then goes arms. Yes, and it's like so brilliant. I can't do it either, and I've tried to do it multiple times where I just go, "You got the wind in your arms." Yeah, that's it. it. We're getting there. That's like a million years of trying. Yeah, but and and you are a professional actor as well, which you know I don't want to say we're in competition here, but even in Sherlock and I have not. Uh, different vibes. I haven't been. I haven't been in Friends though, so that's. No, but I, had you been in Friends, it would have been as one of the really annoying, shitty kid actors. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, oh, I would have no been one, a Ben. You don't want to be Ben. I would have been one of the Bens. No one wants to be oh, Ben. No. Or you'd have been a twin, one of the twins. Oh no, <laughs> no, thank you. No, but um, yeah, that's that that in itself just makes the episode for it's me. So good, isn't it? And wind it's, in your hair. Every time I hear the the phrase "wind in your hair." That's all I can think of now yeah. in life. It's one of those friends moments that's just punched through into yes. sort of every day. I mean, not every day. I don't say that phrase. <laughs> every every day, single day every of my life. Every single day. Come rain, come shine. <laughs> I'm just discussing the wind in your hair. Um, but yeah, and, and the palm is also wonderful as yeah. well. Just, I mean, never, never gets enough recognition because everyone always goes to Phoebe first and Lisa Kudrow is an amazing comedy actress. Yeah. That we will never deny. But over the series especially, Rachel goes from being very, very cute and, you know, just kind of like looks great and being quite funny to, I think, really stepping up into being a, a phenomenal comedy actress. And I think that's a, that's why Jennifer Anderson has had the career that she's had. Yes, it's a lot of it's got to do with the hair and the face. And She's, and she's got it going on. She's it? got it going on. She's always had it going on. Yeah. But there's just something about the... F- and also, I love the way she says what when she's been confused. Where someone says something to her, like Chandler will give her a compliment or something and yeah. she'll go, what? It's just really <laughs> yeah, quick. And yeah, yeah. she's just amazing. So yeah. I, that's um, it's th- th- this is just my love for Jennifer for, for Aniston. For Jennifer Aniston and Rachel and that moment. Yeah. It's just all condensed into what? 20 seconds of the, the episode. Yeah. But that's how people choose their favourite episodes. We've had this before, haven't we, Pete? People choose exactly. it on a split second. That's, I mean, because plot-wise, as we've established, not my favourite. No. Not my favourite. I've got I've got issues. And this is what quite often happens on this podcast is people remember the, there's always three plots in an episode of Friends, basically. Yes. Yeah. And you remember the, the the thing. You go, oh, the pivot bit. Yes. And then, as we discovered with uh, Luke Kempner when he came on, the pivot bit lasts for about a minute and a half and doesn't start until 17 minutes into the episode. Oh, wow. And then we sort of went, what's the rest of that episode? And you went, oh, yeah, there's some weirder bits, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of that with Friends. You go, that, that's the memorable bit. And then there's just still loads stuff of other around stuff it. going on yeah. around it. And then uh, you kind of think, who's been paired up that week? That's the nice thing about this episode is the grouping of Rachel, Phoebe and Joey because that isn't, you don't see three of them doing something very often and that's quite a nice combination. Yes, that's really true. It's like, uh, I can't remember what happens in the other other, uh, what the other people are doing but I always remember the one with Phoebe and the smoke alarm 
Yeah. Not to jump episodes, yeah. guys. No, no, jump but, away. But um, I always remember thinking, oh, that's really odd that like she's basically doing that whole episode on her own. On her own, yeah. That's, yeah. I wonder how that feels for her because she's, <laughs> apart from the fireman, no one to interact with. Yeah, because yeah, you forget that she'll have just been shooting that on her own. Yeah. <laughs> for like three days where it was just Lisa Kudrow in. Just going, oh, did she ever falling out with someone? Yeah, she wanders in. Who am I paired with this week, guys? Uh, you're paired with a faulty fire alarm. Is oh. that all right? Oh. Cheers, guys. Oh, thanks, okay. everyone. Um, but that's a bit, I imagine, like, it's one of those things that we all just never know. But you know when you're on a you're on a show or you're at work or whatever you're doing, yeah. you've got your mates, haven't you? Yes. And so for this episode, I imagine, really, David Trimmer's a bit bummed because he's like, yeah. I'm just hanging out with Elizabeth, like this girl that plays Elizabeth. She's yeah. all right. She's fine. But all my, all my other mates are in fun on a boat, you exactly. know, with getting pissed at this place or, you know, they're getting hanging out with Tom Selleck. Exactly. Fucking Magnum Courtney P. and Matthew are out there with Magnum P.I. And yeah. I'm just here having a water balloon fight with some students. This has just occurred to me about Ross as well in this episode. Um, when he, when Chandler and Monica come back from their failed dinner, yeah. and Ross is just sat there at the table, <laughs> and he acts like surprised that they come home. He's like, "Oh, you're you're back." He's like, well, "Yeah, you're sat in their house. Yeah. Like, of course, <laughs> of yeah, course, I mean, they've just walked in the front door." This is part of the ongoing just social problems that this it's this a particularly yeah. weird one but they're not even there, and yet Ross is. Yes, but yeah, and you've got to. Get into the mind of Ross at this point, right? I know he's just had a breakup, but is the first thing you do, he's effectively gone to sit in the apartment where one can only presume his sister is about to have celebratory sex because he's just got engaged to her fiance. Do you know what I mean? Because he's like, he's waiting for them to come home having got engaged. Yes. And that's a night for them, guys. I mean, even if he was next door, right. that would make some kind of sense. But he is effectively uh, waiting for them. Yeah, just waiting for them to come home. And you don't, after a breakup, want to see people who've just, just gotten got engaged. engaged. Like, it's not... And also, why is he surprised? Because they've stayed the correct amount of time for dinner to yeah, happen. Yeah. They stayed there with Richard because it's not—they're not early home. No. Can I ask a question? Even though I'm—I'm I'm just merely the guest on the. You are not show. merely the guest. You're the most important person on this podcast this week. Um, well, yes, 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 you may. Yeah. Uh, who is your both of your favourite pairings? Pairings just, of yeah. friends. Ooh, that is a good one, isn't it? I think there's a nice glimpse in this episode of how good Joey and Phoebe are together yeah. because there's that bit I love in the Mac and Cheese episode that we did a couple of weeks ago where they Phoebe helps Joey rehearse. I love that scene. And then there's a really nice bit in this episode where they are trying to think of people who would ask to look at hands and they are listing people like glove salesmen and she's yes. like, oh, good one. And there's, there's some nice interaction between those two. So it doesn't happen that often or I'm not conscious of it happening that often and perhaps that's why it feels particularly nice. I think that's right. I think Joey and Phoebe is a great combination because they sort yes. of validate each other yes. in that they're on the same level. Yeah, that scene in this episode where they're listing off, you know, who would come in and look at someone's hands? Yeah. And they're, they're properly thrilled with each <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah. They've got each other's backs. Yeah, in the early days, I loved the Joey and Chandler stuff. That was yeah. like my like go-to pairing. I was yes. like, oh yeah, this is peak Joey and Chandler when they're just in the apartment before they've got girlfriends and all this and all that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but Joey and Phoebe is a great one. And do you know what? The common denominator in that is is Joey, who I wouldn't have said is my favourite character. But well, that's interestingly enough because I, what I love about Joey and Phoebe is that Phoebe loves Joey so much. Right. Like she obviously she loves him. I think more than she loves any of them. Yeah. Um. But I really enjoy Phoebe and Ross because because Phoebe is so horrible to Ross. She <laughs> bullies him all the time, constantly. And so that's the it's it. Yeah. And I I I definitely love Phoebe, but she wouldn't be my favourite. And again. And that's the common denominator. It's either Phoebe and Joey is lovely. Phoebe and Ross, though, just... She there is a he, real friction, isn't there? There's the episode where she's challenging him on gravity and evolution and all of that. And she's <laughs> yeah. just hammering him about, you know, do you really believe all this? And then there's the actual episode where she literally just doesn't talk to him for a whole episode. Yes, yeah. she has the dream <laughs> yes. about him. She's pretty mean to Chandler as well. But yeah. she's... There's something just kind of... Because I think that there is... I mean, obviously, when they had the flashback episode or the the episode where there was a smooch between oh, yeah. Phoebe and uh, Ross. On the pool so, table in yeah. the bar. So I think there's always been a little bit of maybe... Mm-hmm. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, is that your favourite pairing? Is, is it's Ross Phoebe and, and Ross, Phoebe. yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. That is interesting. It's a question we've never asked in this podcast, Pete, and maybe no, we should. No, it is a very good question. Just, it you is. know, if it ever comes up. No, and it has <laughs> come up, and we are all the more grateful for it. <laughs> 
Right, should we do the quiz? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. a quiz! Yeah, this is the bit where we surprise you with the quiz. Oh, God. This is just our way, really, of sort of ticking off all the rest of the bits that we haven't necessarily talked about, but it's our attention to detail quiz. Okay. It's called the lightning round. Okay, I'm going to fail this. Just, I'm just going to say that now. Yeah, a lot of people do. There's, okay. there's a real, like, it's it's not uncommon to get naught out of five. Oh, brilliant, because okay. Because they're really specific <laughs> questions okay, about great. certain bits. I reckon there's a, I don't know. There's definitely a couple in here that'd be hard to get if you haven't been watching it, knowing there's a quiz coming, for example. Okay. You, you got good. the questions there, Pete? Yeah. Uh, Shall yeah. I go question one? Uh, what is the market value of the boat Joey buys? Not 18... what he paid for it, the market value. I think it's $18,000. It's nine. 18000 <gasps> is the next bid. The next yeah. highest bid, oh, 19, 19 is the value. <laughs> uh, question two. What is the name of Rachel's head of department? Oh, God. Now, this is an interesting... The reason we put this one in is because... Who's he? <laughs> he is not... Mr. Zellner is Rachel's boss, right? Yes. We know him. We yes. know Zellner. Point, he's, yeah. he's always there before. He's always there afterwards. Maybe he got another gig. Who's this dude? I'm gonna. I'm just going to make up a name. Yeah. Mr. Salinger. Oh, lovely. It's Mr. Thompson. It's a really <laughs> bland <laughs> name. And it always reminds me of that Simpsons episode where they re- relocate. <laughs> hello, they, Mr. Thompson. Hello, Mr. <laughs> when I say hello, Mr. Thompson, and tread on your foot. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I think he's talking to you. Um, so, yeah, that's all I could think of all the way through that when he said Mr. Thompson. But who is that dude? No, I didn't even. I, I can picture the actor's face. Yeah. Didn't he's get gone. The name. I don't didn't think he's ever seen name. again. We get Zelna back soon Zelda, yeah. you know, Rachel starts trying to sell a baby or whatever, you know, in oh, that yeah, <laughs> My Boss Wants to Buy My Baby episode. Question three. What cocktail have Elizabeth and her friends put into the water balloons? Oh, is it Cosmopolitan's? It's a kamikaze. Oh, which God. I don't even know what that is. What is a kamikaze? I don't know. Should I Google? Yeah, I think it's Actually, so that cool. makes more sense than Cosmopolitan's. We're not going to put a Cosmopolitan in a water balloon. <laughs> uh... Kamikaze is equal parts vodka, triple sec, and lime juice. Oh, that uh, sounds quite yeah. served with refreshing. a twist of lime. It's quite um quite classy for a student. Yeah, I mean, I've never even heard of that cocktail. So Ross w- would just think I was a Neanderthal. Absolutely. Oh, then he'd probably be into me though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He likes that. It's also quite a reckless uh, waste of alcohol for a group of students. Isn't exactly. It? Question four. There's two possible answers to this. I'll have. I'll take either. Okay. They're both quite tricky. <laughs> Rachel bids twenty dollars on a romantic trip to Paris, but yeah. who wins the trip to Paris, and how much do they pay? Oh, either either answer is perfectly acceptable. Oh, oh, Phoebe's I mean, gonna go. What's his name? I don't think a, I even clocked the name to be honest. Weirdly, he gets credited as this name in the in the credits, and that never happens in Friends. They're no, just like just, man, yeah, man in room. It's a guy going to Paris. Yeah. Is it $2,000 for the Paris trip? $2,300, it is, yeah. It's basically, yeah. Okay. And his name is Emile Alexander. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> no! Ring, does it not, doesn't even ring a bell? No! No. No. That is fine. <laughs> Question five, Pete. What is Richard's girlfriend's name? Or his date? Is it Laurie? Is. Ooh, you're close. It's an L name. It's definitely an L name. L- uh, Lauren? Louise? Lisa. Lisa. I I just, isn't that weird? Because I was going, I know it was an L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. You've clocked that. Hey, that's fine. Like like I say, it's quite I was too busy being annoyed by the sight of Richard. Yeah, absolutely. And or triggered by my childhood. And you know what? I put that question in because I just think we should give a nod to Lisa because I think she gets a real rough deal in this episode. Didn't even break up with her, did she? Yeah, she doesn't have a nice evening, does she? No. 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 Yeah, well, exactly. We don't even see him, but it's just, he's just, she's now gone. Or maybe, are they still together when Richard... Comes by the restaurant and tells Monica he still loves her. Fuck knows. We In f- which case, even more of a dick move by Richard. Yeah, yeah he's probably going to tape them having sex like he <laughs> loves doing. <laughs> oh, there's so many weird bits. Uh, before we finish, do you have any particular things you want to vent about the second part of this episode? Because we've touched on little very bits. So there's anything we've missed. Yeah. I mean, it, it just it's we've covered it, but it's just the the whole Chandler keeping this ruse going that he doesn't want to get married, yeah. and then the fact that. Monica is torn at all between choosing between Richard okay. and Chandler. Yeah, well, it should be clear. Exactly. He's been gone for three years. As, as two men, can I ask you, would you ever, if you loved a woman, wait three years? No. To, yeah. Insane. Yeah. It's, you don't love them if yes. you've waited that long. You exactly. Think, it, it, it's the yeah. fact that it, it's it's as if it's just occurred to him by seeing her that he's yeah. like, oh, um, actually, I still, I'm still in love with you enough yeah. to propose to you. 
It yeah. would have kind of made more sense if you just rung up out of the blue and just been going, look, I've been putting this off for ages, but yeah. I thought I should ring you. Yes. But the fact you're right, that he's just because she, he's just remembered she exists. Exactly. Basically. It's very insulting. Can I tell you my high and low points of the second episode very quickly? Go on. Low point is when Chandler is the Chandler pretending he's not married and just starts talking about pigs. Yes. Having sex yeah. and not being. It's just ugh, no yeah. thanks. Not for me. No. Uh, but the high point and one of my favourite friends jokes of all time is when Chandler calls Richard your big tree. I know, I love your big tree. <laughs> great. I mean, the whole storyline is redeemed for that for me because your big tree is wonderful. Absolutely and wonderful. It's such a good description of Richard. <laughs> yeah, it is it? a big tree it's of a man. perfect. He's such a tree See? and you would have never thought about <laughs> So for me... It's worth yeah. it. The whole thing's worth it. Just for you big that, tree. Your big tree. Yasmin Akram, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. I hope you've had a wonderful time. I really have. And I hope you'll come back at some point in the future when we run out of friends and you can <laughs> choose your second favourite episode. <gasps> okay, yeah. So start your thinking. I'll get my thinking hat on right now. Thinking hats are on. Uh, Peter, we shall be back next week with more of this sort of nonsense with somebody else. We shall. See you then. All the best now. Hello, still here, aren't we? Uh, next week on Friends with Friends, it's the wonderful radio presenter, Sean Welby. Sean Welby, please tell us, if you will, which episode you have chosen to talk about. It's got very serious. Mm. We're talking about the one with the thumb. The one with the thumb. Oh, yeah. Uh, early days season one episode three so if you are of the disposition where you would like to go and watch that in advance of listening to next week's podcast that is your homework for this week i always feel like a teacher saying this bit but (laughs) you know people like to know pete people like to know no no it's important it is important uh see you next week with sean welby goodbye bye Bye. (laughs) (laughs) such timid goodbye greatpigowl.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.